get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 356 of the What Up, Though? podcast. I almost forgot that quick. I had to look back at the sheet <laughs> like, oh, shit. <laughs> the, last, the last episode of the uh, the the special Detroit Lions editions. <laughs> yeah, it won't be much Lions talk af- after, uh, at, at least to, not to the extent that we've had it for the last, hell, month or so. Um, we'll be back for so. the draft. We'll be back for the draft because it's here in Detroit. So. Yes, that should uh, be dope. We, we'll be back. We'll be back for the draft. I might even see but... if I could actually try to get down there for that. I would. I, oh that yeah, would I definitely want to try to go. I don't know how much it's going to cost, but yeah, I have no, I have no idea of how that goes. I don't even know how like our tickets on sale yet. Like I, I have no idea, but I'm a, I'm gonna look into it. Yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't mind being down uh, for the draft. I think downtown would be pretty pretty cool as well. I'm pretty sure they're gonna have all kind of festivities and shit. Uh, I wonder if it's well. Not wonder. I figure it's probably not as much as having like the Super Bowl here, but I feel like it's probably going to be some cool shit going on in the city downtown um, for the draft. The, I, I'm assuming you've never been to a draft any, no, anywhere, right? Okay. No, I've never um, been to any draft anywhere. Okay. Yeah, I think the closest I've come is when we went to the Pistons game to watch the draft. Which was somewhere else, but it was right at LCA. <laughs> so, nah, yeah, I, I think that'd be pretty cool. I'm definitely. Do you know? Is that like June? Uh, no, I think it's uh, it's in April, the end of April. Oh, okay. Yes, uh, it's uh, in campus marshes. Why I think. am I thinking June? Wow, okay. Yeah, it's outside. I believe it's at campus campus marshes. Yo, I just thought about this, and that was a, uh, earlier today, like. And fuck, man, I just had another thought. This is crazy. <laughs> and, and this is the 10th year. First off, I'm going to say this is the 10th year of the Cigar Club. Mm-hmm. But it's also the 10th year of the podcast. Right. I, I, I thought about, I was only, I was coming here to say specifically the, the Cigar Club. And then I was like, oh, fuck. It's the fucking t- the podcast, <laughs> which I should have been really talking about. <laughs> Yeah. It's the 10th year of the podcast. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Man, it's the 10th fucking year of the podcast. Wow. I can't believe we've been doing this shit for 10 fucking years, dog. 10 years in May, actually. I think it was May when we started. April, May, something uh, like that. Nah, yeah, yeah. I think, it, I think it was May. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. Wow. Man, I... I I, I kid you not. I didn't even I wasn't even thinking about had you thought about the 10th year coming up anytime no. recently? Okay. No. <laughs> it is yeah, no, it's too much going on, dog. I got, I barely thought about the year changing over. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> I was filling out uh, a job app and I put 2023 and it was like, please change to the recent the the, uh, the current day. I'm like, oh fuck, it's really 2024. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my days yeah, that that told you. I was like, wow, it's really yeah. But yeah, man. Wow, fuck, fucking ten years, dude. So not Shit. to not to change the subject, but please, I mean, I looked on um, 
I just Googled it and went like, there's like, you go to the NFL draft website and there's a thing where you can fill out a form and I guess they email you about ticket information when it becomes available. So, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, nothing there, but yeah. Um, yeah, man, like I said, the, the well, not like I said, cause I haven't said anything, but <laughs> I, well, no, like I've said in the past, uh, the podcast man is like one of my like favorite creations that I've ever made. Like, cause yeah. it's just, it's, it's, I still say it, it's it's one of the rare places where I am 100% myself because everywhere in ev- in every other aspect of life, I feel like there's a part of me that I roll back just a little bit. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, I don't roll back none of me on here. And it's like even – and I don't even mean, like, oh, I'll say some wild shit or whatever. I don't even mean that. I just mean, like, just the the honesty. Like, I don't I don't hold back anything, whether that's – Maybe that's me saying something disparaging about how white people are acting, or that's me talking about how I've gained interest in learning about the Roman Empire. Like it's 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 all like I'm an open book, and I feel like I've enjoyed having the ten years of having a place where I can be totally who I am and not have to be ninety nothing percent of, of any aspect. I can be a hundred percent of all of me on the podcast. And because of that, we've met so many dope people and whether that's met virtually or met in real life, but we've met uh, between the two of us via this podcast, so many dope people. And like, like I've been saying a lot lately, that just comes out of the fact that we are authentic on this bitch and real, recognize real authentic people who are, who are uh, decent people. They see that in us. They see that authenticity and it resonates and that, and we've built some real connections with people that we've never even met in some cases. And I, man, I, I never would have thought doing a podcast that something like that would happen. And it's, it's been a great, it's been a great experience. Yeah. I think you summed it up perfectly. Um, I think it was, uh, uh I'm mad eloquent and shit. Yeah, that was, that was, eloquent <laughs> that, that was, that's pretty eloquent. Um, I think it was Joe uh, Pro Pistons uh, Twitter. Um, he had asked something in the Discord, something to the effect of, "Who is the person, the a person you've known online, and it, and how long did it take you to meet them, or something to that effect? From the time you met them online to the time you met, um, actually met them in person." And I hmm. think for me, I. I think it was Delvin. And I don't remember when I mean, you think we, the shortest time period between not, no well like longest time Delvin? period. Or he was the a person that I met. It took a it took some time to meet him in person versus oh, okay. on, when I met him online. And I I was trying to do uh like Twitter searches and shit, trying to figure out when at one point, because I don't remember at what point I met Delvin. I just I just it just almost like I just been tweeting him forever or some shit. But I want to say it was like 15, 16, but I can't recall because I've changed. Like you could search Twitter, but I've changed my name. You, I, I don't think you've ever changed your name, have you? No. On Twitter? Nope. So you may be. Well, not search. never, but like not in a very, 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 very long so time. You like if may I, be like able before to I knew Delvin. Like I could, yeah. I could, yeah. I've but had I think the same name met- since I've known Delvin. So you can search through it, and I might even just search. I, I probably could do it. You can search, you know, uh, names and like with an advanced search through years, mm-hmm. and you can see, 
you know, when you guys were interacting or any Twitter names for that, for that matter. Um, but I want to say it was like 2015, 2016, maybe. And then I, I think I met him 2020 or 2021 when I went down to Miami, I think it was 21. So, yeah, but I can't think of anybody else on that I met online that I hadn't met or whatever, or people, I, it's still people that I haven't met at all. Um, like, uh, I think not think, uh, Baylor met and I, I don't, I don't know if you follow him or you, uh, you familiar with 12 Kyle. Yeah. Um, I, he's probably one of the people I've, I say quote known the longest, but, on Twitter, he's probably one of the one of the people I've been tweeting the longest since I got on Twitter, and I've never met him in person. And mm-hmm. I and I knew him before I knew him online before Twitter, um, because we used to do. Uh, I met him in a, a group of black people that was doing uh, on Blogger. That takes you back because however yeah, long Blogger's yeah. been out, right? <laughs> and so uh, somehow I remember I started blogging around 2005, 2006 or some shit like that. And it was a group of folks. Um, uh, fuck. I, 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 I mean, I could, I don't, I'm pretty sure you don't even follow any of these people. I don't even think you even know any of these people. Um, you know, somebody by somebody like, uh, you, you obviously, you know, the local, the, the chick that, uh, Carla who was in mm-hmm. Detroit, Mm-hmm. She's married to a dude I used to follow in that circle. His name's Dave. Right, right. And so he was, I knew him. So Dave, Kyle, and then there's a bunch of the, I don't, it wasn't, I don't think it was too many other guys, but it was a bunch of different um, chicks um, that I follow in on Blogger. And then at some point, we all got on Twitter. And then I think I got on Twitter like 07 or something like that. But yeah, and I still haven't met any of them. Matter of fact, yeah, all of the people that I went from blogger to Twitter, I've never met them in person. Some of them are still on Twitter, some are not, but I've never, some I'm Facebook friends with. Uh, I think most of them I'm Facebook friends with, but I've never met them in person. Um, oh shit, you know what? I did meet one in person. Never mind. She's a chick that lived in, um, she lived in uh, New Orleans. I did meet her in person. So 12, 12 Kyle is, is from this blogger this thing circle and, of, of bloggers and circle. And I, I'm sorry. And, I did meet one. I met is he a local who, no, he's in Atlanta. Oh, okay. Yeah. There is, uh, somebody I met from, um, she's, uh, she, <laughs> she's, uh, she's from new Orleans. I met her. Okay. So I did meet one, one person from that circle, but yeah, everybody else. I don't think I've met. I've met. So yeah. Hmm. But, right. Yeah, but yeah, so it's like I, I mean, and I, me, me, me and uh, Kyle, we don't tweet as often, but I mean, there's no beef, nothing. It's just you know, it is what it is. But you know, it's all love. But yeah, I've never met. I've been to Atlanta a few times. I wanted to k- catch up with him. It never really happened, or I just was too busy to even reach out or whatever. Um, but yeah, so wow, man, it's crazy to be able to <laughs> be be interacting with somebody online from like 2007 or some shit, and it's like 2024. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I, yeah, I don't know if there's too many that I don't know. I feel like anybody who I've known online for a long time, I've probably met this because just because I don't know for a long time. It's like, I don't know, eventually, like, I I don't know. I feel like I've 
this is sound like a flex. I don't mean it to, but I feel like I've been enough places where like if I've been cool with somebody online for a long enough time, I've probably met that person. Um, I don't know, man. Like, uh, like okay, like guard uh, now. <laughs> like, yeah, obviously, I think that's probably been not going to happen. Podcast the whole time, and I I haven't been to Australia, so I've never <laughs> never met her. Um, but yeah, uh, I haven't met Delvin. Um, uh, yeah, yeah it's um, like I've met Delvin, you haven't, but you've met Baylor, I haven't. Yeah, um, yeah, I uh, I, oh, I met a couple. I, you know, I did meet, but it it, it was in a shorter time period. I think. The longest time period for me tweeting somebody to meeting them I, at, at this point, I'm thinking it's Delvin right now. Uh, but yeah, that's that's just that's, and that's by wild. that same by that same logic, mine is also Delvin because I have yet to meet him. So <laughs> I feel like if I ever meet Delvin by that time, it's gonna be like it's not even gonna be like meeting a nigga. It's gonna be, it's gonna be like okay, here's flesh Delvin versus well, that, and, and, digital well, that's, Delvin. That's, that's essentially what it is. That's essentially, it's just meeting the it's the in person the flesh. Like, yeah, I didn't like, feel like gonna feel like I didn't oh, feel like shit. it was a new person. Nice to meet you. Shit, not, you know, not even saying? like a new person, but like I feel like it's not even gonna feel like a that big of a deal because it'll be like I just know this nigga. It's like uh, what up, nigga? <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been listening. I've been hearing this voice. I feel like I just need to add, add a pause to it. But I've been listening to this nigga voice for years, <laughs> and then you know you finally put a and not even put a face with a name because you see the picture, so you know the person's look like. You know we've video chatted with these people, so yeah, if it's, it's even video chatted, it's, so it's not really like, just you like go you go from flesh version versus right, right. Version. It's not like going from like a pen pal or some shit to like yeah, person. exactly. It's like different. there's been yeah. aspects of of interaction. You know, that's the perfect uh, example. It's not like a pen pal. Like, yeah, it's yeah, totally it's totally not. Yeah, like, it's totally I kind of really already know this nigga. Though. Yeah, I kind of know him. You know what I'm saying? So it's just the, the the you know the the. The flesh, like you say. So, yeah, I really want to. And I mean, life be life, and you know, niggas can't just get out like they want to just travel to to meet people off Twitter and shit. But I really would, you know, love to meet more people that I've interacted with years with. You know, like I, I would love to be actually meet Kyle in person, a couple other people just in person and shit. You know, um, but yeah, man, it's, man, social media's been crazy, dude. I. Wow, but yeah, so ten years podcast, ten years cigar cup. Oh, my ten year, it, it, like it's a three things for me. This, um, mm -hmm. you know, my anniversary is my, my ten year anniversary is this year. So, yep. uh, so yeah, um, wow, <laughs> and it's crazy. I was coming here to talk about the cigar club, and really, <laughs> it's the goddamn podcast that happened first. <laughs> and, and it's like, it's, I mean, it's the, the least important of the three. I mean, we give it a buck, like. <laughs> I mean, it's I, like marriage yeah. and then podcast and then and then the cigar club. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. I, you know, as much as the cigar club is done for me, I, I felt you know it's definitely the least for three for it's me. The, because... It's still the because it was the last one. Like, yeah, well, and it's, and, well and, and, no, and, your wedding was technically the last one. But like, yeah, <laughs> but, but still, but still, it's still you know, um, the obviously the podcast holds something dear. I mean, I don't think we could do this shit for fucking ten years. And it doesn't mean anything to us, you know. Um, I've always felt that the podcast has been out to just be able to say, and and it's almost like an open diary or whatever. And you know, coming from you know two guys that really didn't even know each other that that well prior to the podcast, 
and being able to have 10 years of interaction and shit, you know, I never would have thought that was happening. Um, like at all. I never thought it would be 10 years <laughs> to be you know, so many, me neither. And so many legendary moments, man. Yeah, like, yeah. man, so many legendary moments, great conversations. What would be funny though is if I did meet Delvin and then like there was something unexpected, like that nigga was in a wheelchair or something. Yeah, <laughs> like one leg or some shit. Oh, like, how come y'all niggas didn't tell me? Like, oh, we thought you knew. Like, oh, I didn't know Delvin was in a wheelchair all this time. I was supposed to know that. Like I had like I had no no uh frame of reference or how tall or short. He's a little shorter than right, me. Right, yeah. You have no so I had no frame, frame of reference. So, so I was just like, all. okay. And so, but it wasn't surprising. It wasn't like he was like five feet or nothing, but he's just a little shorter than me. So, but you know, I had no frame of reference or any of that. But you know, it's just it, it's definitely cool to just be in person with people and shit. I've you know, I've met a lot of people off off Twitter and shit. And so it, it's kind of cool to just, you know, be in person you know, with, with folks. So yeah, man. Uh, yeah. 10 years. Wow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, I've held off on talking about the lions shit. So let's just get that shit out. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, we talked about it the week before we talked about a week before of, of managing expectations. Um, I was clearly, clearly more upset than I thought I would be uh, for the loss. And um, I I did a tweet uh, like the day after or two days after. And I was basically kind of just basically just saying that it's I think one of the like background reasons I was a little more disappointed with the loss is and it's nothing, no reasons that we've actually talked about. But like this season has been like a a, a welcome distraction from just life of all the shit that I'm going through and shit. Like I was able to, you know, enjoy them winning and just take a break of just like I don't have to think about looking for a job. I don't have to think about my relate my my marriage. I don't have to think about other personal shit going on. And it's all and that and that's what it's been like every week that I was able to have people over, whether it's just me and my uncle or, you know, you come through, you know, uh, over, it's just a full getaway to just kind of zone out and just fan out on some shit I really enjoy. And so the season coming to an end, it was like, fuck, I don't really have a distraction like that anymore. And now I just have to like go into like tackle shit that I really didn't really feel like dealing with or whatever. If, if that, if that makes sense. And so it's been like a happy distraction this whole season. I mean, of course, them being good is a it, it was definitely a plus, but it's just been a happy distraction for me and shit. So, you know, not only did you know the season end just as a, a sports fan, for me it just ended of like the distraction that I was using to just zone out from life and shit like that, you know. So um, but it was a great season, man. Um, we got farther. I feel like we were, you know. As you know, in the betting world, playing with house money, making it to that point of the NFC championship, like didn't see that coming. Then I, you know, I felt first win in the playoffs, maybe second, but getting three fucking playoff games out of it, like didn't didn't really see that happen. So I'm happy to see. I'm happy with the progress we made. Uh, glad to see 
that we're at this point we're retaining our uh Ben Johnson. He's staying another year. Don't know how, don't know what Aaron Glenn is doing. And I think it should be a good, a good uh a, a good cup. I, I think it'd be good some good seasons. Um, if they could keep the trajectory that, you know, that they that they they kept so far. So yeah. Yeah. Like speaking of the the, you know, being able to get away from life's from life struggles, like not only was the team good and not only were you able to have, you know, weekends where, you know, you're able to, to hang out with friends and family, whatever, and enjoy those games. But like, like we, like normally the lions play 16 games and they lose like <laughs> the vast majority of them mm-hmm. this year, they played 20 games <laughs> and they won 14 of them. Like dog, it was like an embarrassment of riches dog. Like only two teams are going to end up playing more games. Only two teams are going to get a 21st game, and that's it. And we were three points away, dog. Like, three points on the road against the number one seed. As a, as, with that group, it was their first time getting there. Like, and we were, were three points away. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I I, I feel exactly the same way. I, I feel, I've, at no point have my feelings changed. Before the game, I said that no matter the result, I was going to be fine because they've already wildly exceeded my expectations and this has been the best season of my life. And then not on, not only that, them niggas fucking almost made it, dog. Like, mm-hmm. Cause like, you remember I said, I'm like, I want the Lions to win, but I think San Francisco is going to win it. Like I didn't yeah. even go into the game with the expectation of winning. I went in with the hope of winning, but not the expectation of winning. And then we're up 24 to seven at halftime, nigga. Like, what is happening? Like, even that game was great for the vast majority of it. And it's like it didn't, it it, it like didn't go south until the, the second half of the 20th game. <laughs> like, I mean, man, like it, it was such a great season, man. And like I was down in that moment, but at the end of the day, like it I was mostly mostly only down because all I kept thinking about was how we could have won the game. And then I was thinking about like, man. We should have won the game. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. Like, like we would like not just like, oh, we could have won that game. Like, oh, if we had just played a little better, we could have beat the San Francisco 49ers. Like, no, I kind of feel that I feel like we should have won that game. Like, like, I don't necessarily feel like the better team won. Like, yeah, I mean, yes, that's what you say. And yeah, yes, if the Lions were the better team, they would have won and they wouldn't have made the mistakes that they made and they would be playing in the Super Bowl. But at the end of the day, I also feel like we should have won that game. So it's like, I mean, man, we, like we, we, really we, made, been there. we made, we made mistakes that, that lose us games, fumbles that don't happen. I don't remember a, a Jameer Gibbs fumble prior to I don't Sunday. Either. I don't either. I, I remember I, one of them has fumbled. I think it was, uh, I, don't know, I think it was, like it was Montgomery. Montgomery. Right. I feel, I, and I feel like it, I thought the same thing. So I was like, I got, feel like that's Gibbs' first fumble ever. <laughs> yeah. So I don't remember a fumble him having. I don't remember uh like key catches. I think I'm around missed one or two. Um the fucking uh almost interception off the helmet that ended up a catch for the San Francisco. Shit like that just doesn't just happen. You know what I'm saying? So that was like the the goofiest play. You know what I'm saying? Like it was things that happened that made it seem, feel like okay we wasn't the better team um but you know i think we got cleanup to do you know sutton got fucking and we talked about this last week 
when was our luck going to run out with Sutton? And our luck ran out with Sutton. Um, that motherfucker was getting burnt. And we've been winning games because of it. But when you play a better fucking team, it's, and we talked about it the last week, it's, it, our luck can run out. And it sure as fuck did. It ran the fuck out. And we were getting burnt. And that motherfucker was, was done. And they capitalized on the good teams capitalized on on teams as fuck ups and they surely fucking did. You know what I'm saying? So and you know, I as someone pointed out that, you know, I think we've ran three. I think the two the two plays we ran that was under fourth and third, under like fourth and like less than three yards, the two that we didn't make was the ones for that game. And we, they, someone categorized it as like, you know, uh, the Eagles tush push or whatever, how like how successful that is. That was kind of our version of that. And the two that we didn't make was the two that happened in that San Francisco game. So everything that could go wrong went wrong. And, you know, that's the re- that's the reality. And we only lost by three. And we lost by three. <laughs> on the road. And, you know, <laughs> on the road, lost by three. And, and, like, and, so I'm like. I mean, we oh, we don't get no awards for for losing by three, but at the same time, it just shows the you know they 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 really could have fucking you know won that game, and unfortunately they didn't. And it took me a minute, like I say, I ain't I haven't engaged in any fucking matter of fact. The night that <laughs> the night of the game, I was in another chat, another cigar chat, and somebody said some slick. I just left the chat, like I don't want to deal with this shit. So I haven't been looking at any a much of any dialogue. I don't care to watch why Reynolds missed two fucking passes or you know any of this fuck shit, you know, because that shit's not gonna you know make the loss feel any better. But I'm you know I'm I'm happy that the team is a lot better made it farther than we even thought we would make it. I mean, fuck yeah, it would have been dope as fuck to be in the Super Bowl. Um, but, you know, it didn't happen. So the one thing that I am like kind of I've had thoughts about, I guess when Dan Campbell uh, did his speech at the end of the game, and I don't know if you oh, if you recall this or know this, he, he said something to the effect was this was our only shot. But then everybody was saying that he didn't mean that. Did you see that? And did you see the comments on that? No, I assumed that was <laughs> fake. So I seen, and I have to go. I, go I saw, I saw it quoted on a meme, and I was like, he didn't say that shit. Like, what? I, what? Like this? What do you mean? Or, this was our only chance? What? So I, 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 I'm gonna do the research to make sure that I saw I. I didn't, and I actually didn't watch the the uh, presser, but some of the local football guys that um, Dave Burkett or um, other some other guys, mm-hmm. he said it. But I remember them t- doing a tweet about it, and it was like, of course he didn't mean it. And a couple of people said it, and I'm like, why well, say some shit like that? And everybody's just saying he doesn't mean it. Like, what does he fucking mean by that? You know? Um, yeah, like, I'd have to, I'd have to hear it. I'd have to. One, I'm, I'd have I'm to going hear to it just to know yeah. that he said it. I, and I kind of wish I would have did it the in prep for this. Yeah, because um, I don't believe that he said that in the way that that's like. I don't think that he believes that like we don't we don't we're never going to get another chance at the Super Bowl. Like that that's not even how that guy operates. Like he doesn't that doesn't even seem like something he would think. It shouldn't. But say. but I'm curious. Like why why even say some shit like that? 
Yeah, that's what I was like. I gotta hear like the context. why. Yeah, I need to hear the context, and I and I and I'll do that. I'll I'll look it up. But yeah, but you know, of course, I we're not under the radar anymore. It's not like we can sneak up on teams. People know that we're good now. You know, so um, it's going to be definitely. A, I think it's going to be a tougher season coming up. But you know, we've gotten better progressively throughout the last few years, and. You know, to think that we wouldn't be better, you know, next year would be like crazy, man. But then again, we thought the Pistons would be better this year, so we <laughs> hopefully, you know, that's not the same curse. But uh, I, I'm I'm so forward looking to the draft, looking forward to you know what players we we try to acquire next year, what players we fucking lose next year. Um, I hope Sutton has a good career somewhere else, somewhere else, but I don't <laughs> feel like he's meant to be on the Lions. I don't think he's meant to be a number because every fucking team we play in the last five games targeted that motherfucker and we got fucking burnt. Like we did not adjust well to that motherfucker, but the problem was we were winning. And so I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like we were winning, we were getting burnt and, and I was like, at some point that shit is going to fucking hurt. It's going to get us. It's going to bite us in the ass. And it, and, it, it the worst fucking game possible, but you know. I mean, uh, I, and and again, I said this. I said that before the game, dog. I'm mm-hmm. like, th- like that that quote from whoever it was that said that you know the these are the playoffs are where your weaknesses get exposed. And I'm like, that's. Mm-hmm. I was like, if this is if this is gonna be the time where we're gonna get exposed, if if not get exposed, because I mean, like it was already known that 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 was a weakness of ours. But if it was if there was gonna be a time where it was gonna be exploited to our detriment, it was gonna be against San Francisco, and then yeah. yeah. Man, so it's happened. like, yeah, and and the the thing is though, like again, I feel like, I I I feel like we should all have confidence in in like say Brad Holmes that he's gonna make the not terribly drastic changes that are necessary because again, we were three points away. <laughs> There's not a ton that needs to be done here. We need to you know we need to shore up the secondary. We could probably stand to uh, shore up the uh, pass rush on the opposite side of Hutch. Uh, and uh, we we need a kicker that Dan Campbell is confident with, you know, making a forty to fifty range field goal, and I think we're good. <laughs> like so, I mean, you know, it, it's it it's it's just I don't know. It's just hard for me to not be encouraged, but also at the same time, we as fans are now about to enter all of us collectively. It's gonna be weird for all of us as fans enter into a place we've never been to before with the expectation of the Lions being really fucking good. Because, like, yeah. like coming into this season, the expectation was hopefully they'll be really like, – you know, it was like, oh, they should win the division. Like, oh, But it was still kind of like they should win it. Like, but who knows because it's the Lions. Now it's like, no. <laughs> like, now that we are three points away from the Super Bowl, I mean, I, I mean, I'm just going to say it. Is the expectation – is it not Super Bowl? It is now to me. And I'm like, that's – I feel like that's a, that that's going to be really hard for us if they are one of those teams that, you know, consistently like gets close and fails or something like that. Like, we don't know what that's like. Like, we don't like we don't know anything about what it's like to have a good team. And now we're going to have a brand new experience next season as fans with having a team that has now the expectation of making it to the Super Bowl. And that's man what the fuck <laughs> yeah it just it, it raised you know the, the the expectation levels raised um you know exponentially and so you know uh 
not making the playoffs is a total, total fucking disappointment at this point coming from this season. You got to make the playoffs. You just got to like, there's no, you know, you can't not make the playoffs. And at this point, like you say, if we don't make it to, if we don't uh, make it, it to the Super Bowl, like I, I, I don't, I, <laughs> I, I want to reset my expectations. Of course. I mean, making it to the Super Bowl has to be the goal, but you got to at least make it to the NFC championship at minimum. That's yes. the goal. You got to yeah, make it there. Minimum. That's at minimum. At the, minimum. Yeah. That that yeah, has to I'm be like, the goal. I can't like I can't. Yeah, that's that's gonna be weird, man. Like we're three points away from the Super Bowl, dog. Like I, what do we? <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Like y'all niggas gotta make that three points up next year. <laughs> that's all, that's really all you gotta and, do. And, like we and, gotta score four more points and, <laughs> and next just, season and, than we did this season. And, you know, and I know Tony mentioned it that night or whatever. And I and I wrestled with. uh, The whole concept of, you know, the the Dan Campbell, like. The goal go for it on fourth down is the Dan Campbell that won us games, but it's like. I feel like you still got to have better management of the game than, you know, I mean. People can argue if we, you know, take the points versus kick field goals and go for it. I know that's what got us there, but that's not what keeps us there to me. And that's been my struggle in just looking at arguments of you just got to take the points. You just got to take the points. I mean, cool. There's a lot of things that fucked up. There's a lot of fucking catches that didn't get caught. There were fucking, you know, uh, defensive plays that didn't happen. But I feel like that in certain situations, being conservative can can pay off. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you know, being ballsy can pay off too. But I, I, I told myself I wasn't going to just nitpick certain plays and all that shit. It was a good season. I'm looking forward to next season, and that's kind of how I've been, you know, looking at it. Yeah, I mean, really about that. Not being happy with, uh, the way with the decision on fourth down is not to say that you're unhappy with all the other decisions on fourth down. Like, I don't think that, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't think you could say, I agree. Like, Oh, that's what got us there. That's what got us there. So you can't be mad. Like, that's what got us there. Like, no, I can be mad about this individual one because I wasn't mad about none of the other ones. And like, that's what, like my stance on that is, is it's, it's like yours. Like I've been fine with it all the way up until that one, when we were down by three and technically in field goal range, like that one, I was like, we probably should have tried to kick that field goal. Even if you don't think he can make it, you probably should have tried to kick that field goal. Like that's the one I didn't feel good about. And I don't feel any kind of way about saying that because you're right. Going for it on fourth down is what got us there. But that doesn't mean that we have to do it every single time. Right, no matter what. Right. <laughs> like, right. Right. Like, like, man, that was like that was a situation where we probably should have kicked the field goal, dog. Like, and I can't say kick the field goal because it's not a guarantee we'd have made it, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like we should have been we should have went to tie the game. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah, but like I, 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 I don't think it's an indictment on his his decision making prior to that. No, like no. I, like yes, that is what got us there. And I don't, I don't, I don't think he needs to change anything next year in his stance on going for it on fourth down. Like like, oh, I've always been okay with it. It took some getting used to, but I I got I got okay with it, and it became the norm. And I got pretty comfortable with it because I knew we'd either get it or if we didn't, and eh, we probably still win the game anyway. So fuck it. <laughs> So it's like, whatever, right? But like, I don't know, man. That one didn't sit well. And 
I think it's okay to be like, he probably should have kicked the field goal on that one. And I don't think that has that it doesn't have to affect your outlook on his previous decisions. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fully agree. Fully agree. But you know, I, I again, I'm 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 happy with the progress we've made. I feel like you know, we are a team now that players want to come to. So yeah, you know, hope we, better we, they better want to. Yeah, and so we've established that. You know what I'm saying? I think <laughs> don't block you your know, blessings, NFL yeah. free agents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you know, you know, it. it we're a winning team now. Like, you know, there, there is, there is an atmosphere. I think Dan Campbell's established an atmosphere that, you know, players want to come here and players, you know, want to be here. You know, there, there's no disgruntled players on our team that I know of. I mean, other than players that may not be here anymore, but other than that, the players that are here want to be here. I mean, we got a coach, I mean, a, a, a offensive coordinator who, you know, have who could have been a head coach. And it was like two years in a row, two years in a row. That he is the greatest shit fucking last shit, year. bro. That that is the best fucking shit. Like yeah. like aside from how this season went, having him go like, yeah, I could have been a head coach, but I believe in what we're doing in Detroit, and I want to win a Super Bowl there, and I want to get the job done and finish the job in that bitch. Like that speaks to this organization. That speaks to the coach. All that shit, dog. Like that that man. That, I've never seen that in sports, dog. Like that just don't happen, dog. Where especially the NFL with like. Those young coordinators and shit, they as soon as they get an opportunity, they bounce. Like you just don't see that in sports, man, where motherfuckers like, yo, we got it right here. I want to get that, I want to get that Super Bowl right here where the fuck I'm at. Like, man, that's cold, man. And that, that's such a like, no matter who your fucking team is, dog, you probably ain't got a nigga on your team like that, dog. You probably don't, man. <laughs> like, I'm just saying. If you whoever your team is, if your offensive coordinator was like Ben Johnson and that nigga got offered a head coaching job, he would dip. <laughs> he would fucking dip, dog. And Ben Johnson was like, man, nigga, they got it right here, this bitch, dog. I'm going to get this championship right the fuck here. And that's, man, that's cold, dog. I and, love, and for what I, I, and for, and, yeah, I do too. And from what I understand, he's not taking extra money for it. They, like, they adjusted his contract last season, but him staying this year, he gets the same pay that he was going to get. So it's not like he's getting more to stay. And what's interesting is that they don't post coaches, uh, contracts like they do players and i wonder why that's that seems a little weird um but yeah i don't know what he's making um but i'm assuming he's happy enough what he's making to say he want to stay another year hell we don't even know if he even has head coaching desires like that you know what i'm saying uh but what i do know is that he's here another year and hopefully that shit pans out and if he fucking leaves next year dude he stayed two years and to build some shit that he he felt you know he 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 was about and I wouldn't even be mad about it. I mean, because he may have aspirations of being a coach at some point and he want to get his shit together. So I'm happy well, hey, about it. Then they need to they know what they need to do then. Like that should motivate everybody in that organization that he did that. Like like that he wanna stay. Like that should motivate everybody. That should motivate Brad Holmes to make the changes that need to be made. That should motivate the team. That should motivate uh Dan Campbell. Like like I don't know, that would hype me up, dog. If I was an offensive player and 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 the uh the coordinator did some shit like that, dog, that would hype me the fuck up, man. Like, man, let's go get this fucking ring, niggas. Like, let's go, dog. Like, I man, you would be able to. Like, I'd be so excited. Like, man, I can't wait for the season to start, man. Let's go pop these niggas again next year. Like, so, man, and I feel like that's the energy they gonna have. So to to speak on that, um, I didn't watch uh thirty third team this week, uh St. Brown, um. Amara and his brother's podcast, but I seen a snippet from it. And he was, they was, it was basically a snippet saying, when did he find out 
that Ben Johnson was was staying. And he got a call like 9 30 that morning from Ben Johnson. And he was like, uh, something to the effect of, I couldn't sleep. I'm headed back to the uh to the facility to get some shit done. And he was like, any and I guess he asked him, Is you staying? He's like, yeah, I'm staying. And that's how he found out and shit. So he called his his number one receiver and to let him know that I'm staying and shit. And he said something about him, you know, really filling the players with pause. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Larry Dash ass nigga. <laughs> right. Hutch. Uh, you know, he named I I think he named a few different players, but he's like, I want to stay and I want to, you know, I got unfinished business, blah, 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 and shit like that. So yeah, it's a it's a it's a hell of, it's a hell of a storybook story of of him, you know, staying. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to next I'm season, even, man. I'm even interested in the fact that you said that he told Amara he couldn't sleep, so he was going to the facility to work on some stuff. Like yeah. nigga, y'all just got knocked out of the playoffs three right, days ago. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. Like this point, you was like you just off. Was that yesterday right. or today that, that news came out? That was today, right? Yeah. News. Yeah. So yeah, three yeah. days ago. Y'all niggas just got knocked out the playoffs three days ago. And you <laughs> you already working on next season, my nigga? Like, all right, let's get it. Yeah, like, man, man, I, need to, so. I need to go to the facility and work on some stuff. No. Like, 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 are you even still getting paid? Like, I mean, I say getting paid <laughs> isn't like your checks come. Like, I don't know how that works in the NFL. Like, do they just? Uh, Is it like teachers? Like, can you decide whether or not yeah. you get a little, like, slightly less all year, even, so you get paid when you don't work, or do you get more during? I did the, see some the about them getting like two checks a month, like fifteen for thirty or something like that. But I don't, I couldn't, I didn't, I forgot, I didn't read because. Oh, was that NFL? I mean, I can't. I mean, in NBA, I was, I, I, it, I could be mixing up stuff. I was actually looking at stuff. It might how, be NBA because I feel like I heard something about how they get paid too. I was actually and, looking. And up I know because, it was NBA. Yeah, I was looking up uh ten day contracts, and I was curious how did that work out. And so I, I oh. I've, look, I've looked up a bunch of different stuff lately. But I, I seen some player left from the, uh, Detroit's uh development team and went somewhere and they said he got signed. I was like, how the fuck does 10 day contract works? But yeah, so I looked up, yeah, no other useless information, but to most people, but I was just <laughs> curious how they get paid or whatever. Uh, but yeah, so, but anyway, I mean, whatever the case, he's getting paid mil- probably one to 2 million. We go with that millions a year. So I'm sure that one check is not stopping anything from just going to the facility on the off, like us going to work on a Saturday. Cause we don't have to and shit, you know, to, to get some shit done, so yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, man, it's it's exciting, man. I, I really hope that they come back even more passionate than they were this year. Which I mean, th- with this group, like like we keep talking about, like are they going to be able to get up for these games and all, all this kind of stuff? And I think they've proven time and time again that that when the pressure's on, they step up and they look forward to it even more, and they want the harder games and all this kind of stuff. Like this is a team that it ain't scared of nobody and they're they're ready to fuck up anybody who steps out on the field with them. And I hope that they are even more passionate now considering how close they got. And, and I, I don't know, Ben Johnson coming back to like, let, let's, 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 let's make another run at it. Like, I, I don't know, man. Like I, that. I feel like they, they will, man. I mean, yeah, I, I feel like that, they will too. I like, think it's I, just a good ass group of guys. I do. You know? yeah, that's what I think too. I think it's just a good group, man. And it's like, this this isn't a group that's gonna be like, oh man, they had that good run that one year, and then they went back to being just like okay or or just barely getting into the playoffs. Like, no, I feel like they're gonna be that team that 
is going to make the adjustments. They're going to come back stronger next year, and they're probably going to be really good for a long time because they got a lot of young players who are already propelling them to within three points of the Super Bowl, and these niggas is rookies and <laughs> second-year players and shit. <laughs> so, I mean, it, yeah, it, it's... It, it, I think they have a bright future, man. I think we're gonna have a. I think we're gonna have a nice little, nice little run over the next ten years. And I, I, I kind of think that the the loss and how we did it, I think is going to is one of them character building things. Mm-hmm. You know, we we were on such a fucking high from the season and stuff. And I think it's just going to push them. I, I mean, I think so. I, I think it's really going to push them next year, um, just to be a lot better. Um, I, 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 I just see it as motivation, dude. So, you know, uh, you know, Amarad plays with a chip on his shoulder. He, what is this? What is the story? He, is it like? Was it? It was like 15, 16 guys, fifteen receivers or something that was drafted before him. Mm-hmm. That he remembered like, their names. I don't names. know what the number is. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, he knows the people drafted ahead of him. Yeah, yeah, he knows the people's. Yeah, so however many it was, and some people, some people thrive on that, you know. Um, but to, to get that far, I think we're going to clean up the mistakes. I mean, I don't see uh, Josh Reynolds missing two key catches like that ever again. Hopefully, you know. Hopefully, well, maybe Sutton just not on the team. Um, but you know, <laughs> secondary, secondary, Jesus Christ, all this secondary being a lot better. I think it's just, I think we, I think it's going to be a good fucking, good fucking next season, man. So good fucking next season. Yeah, so, it's, yeah. it's 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 cool how the draft is here and it's one of the more pivotal drafts that we're gonna have uh in our history here because like like I said, we 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 now have a very targeted goal and very targeted positions to shore up. It's not just like, you know, we're just trying to get better. And it's like, no, we need to fix A, B, and C, and then we can be, you know, dominant. And and that that's going to make the draft fun. That's going to make the offseason fun. It, yeah, it's, it's going to be – I think it'll be a good time, hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Did you I also uh... think – Oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. I was going to change the subject, but go ahead. No, yeah. No, we can't change the subject. I was going to say that I also think that uh, this will be the last time that we're going to bore our listeners with football talk. And then, like, now we're going to go, <laughs> like, going we're, forward, we're going to go we're back gonna to go for, topics We're going to go shit. back to the, the hard-hitting regular topics of, of everyday life. Uh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, this will probably be the last. We, I mean, it's not, it's not much go else. Go back to, to reading even. Craigslist ads and getting, talking yeah. about getting your ass ate and white people being shitty and, yeah, all that kind of stuff. I mean, we haven't. Heard of anybody getting killed by the police lady? Because probably we haven't looked, but it probably is. So we will go back to the the mundane of 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 police, not uh uh the police killing black folks and you know all the other stupid shit that uh. Man, it's only because it's the it's it's only because it's the winter and all the black people are inside. They don't come out enough. <laughs> so like they, they we're just not out. We're just not out and about enough for for the police to kill us like they normally would. They gotta wait for like the summer and shit when niggas come outside and they're like ah here they go now we can pick them off like rabbits. Like yeah, so the, the, just give it give it a little bit more time. They'll be back. Like a forty degree day, like a stringer bell said. Right, <laughs> look, it gets a little warm outside. You know what I'm saying? Um, I uh, so he, this is the first the first house that I've been a part of is actually buying a house. The buying the house process. Mm-hmm. Um, what I was not familiar with 
is how like our property taxes are fucking nuts here, dude. Uh, I can imagine. Uh, and I thought like I've always heard that Southfield had like the one of the highest property tax rates like in the state or whatever. But apparently out in the my 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 little city outside of Detroit, this shit's high as fuck. I was like, God damn. And I just didn't know, like, you know, we got our uh like summary of like taxes and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, Dalton is fucking real out here, man. We, you know, we 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 use a, you know, I, I know I use a podcast to get away from life as well, but god damn, dude, these fucking bills be hitting, dude. Like, what the fuck, <laughs> dog? <laughs> yeah, man. It's yeah, I think uh, yeah, man. Yeah, it's 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 hard out here, man. I think I don't. I can't say everybody's struggling. I'm struggling. I'm I'm. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I I I feel your pain, man. Like it's uh, it's hard out here, man. It really yeah, is. Yeah, I you know I you know I've been I've been struggling. You know, job hunting and stuff to the point I wanted to like just change profession, just get anything and stuff. And you know, I've had some decent you know leads and stuff and i'm just like what the fuck dude like the market is just so crazy and you know uh yeah man i'm just you know just trying not to go insane with the whole job hunting shit dog because i'm just like at this point shit i'm just like fuck it i'm just gonna sign up for uber eats do some deliveries just to pass some time until i fucking you know uh get a gig i know one thing i could not i don't think i have the patience to do like a uber job of like driving people around i don't yeah. think I, I don't have the patience for that shit i don't think i want i don't want people in my car like <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know how much people make but it just felt like that's not a thing you do in your personal car though man i wouldn't want just random strangers in my car and shit like i yeah i, I would avoid that if i i mean hell i mean you gotta get you gotta make money how you can and you know no no knock the people to do it but i just don't want like regular people in my shit dog like that just seems like invasive <laughs> and shit. regular people <laughs> it's just like people that i don't even know like you know my people you know my family and friends but like random ass strangers like basically turning your car into a cab like yeah. like it's like a it's like a jitney and shit i mean i don't yeah. know i don't know if people outside of detroit know what the fuck jitney is uh, you remember on the back of, on this on this tenth year of the podcast? Remember, I didn't know what a jitney was back in the day because <laughs> I'd never experienced that. Yo, that's right. Fuck yeah. So if you if if you don't recall any of you guys who listen to recall jitney, jitney was basically a regular person posing as a cab at stores. Like they used to happen at the grocery store for us, and it be it usually was always some old ass dudes. And they would just, you know, take you home with your groceries and shit. So, yeah, goddamn jitneys. And I, and it's funny because it's not, as you pointed out, you you've not uh, specifically pointed out, but it's not a like a Detroit thing because you would know about it. It's more of a, I don't know, I don't know what what, what I want to call it then. Yeah, I don't know what it is because I'm it's just a, like I don't it's know a how segment I know of it. unless it's just a, like unless it's just a thing like if like I always grew up with a car. So we would never have had a use for that. So and that and I think that's what it is because my mom didn't have her light. My mom didn't have a car when I was a kid. My mom didn't even get her license until I got my license. Like my mom got her license uh like six months before I got mine. So I got my license at sixteen. I got my license uh 
like June of 96. She had just got her license in, in January. She didn't even have she never had a car up until the end. So yeah. Yeah. So so there you people go. <laughs> who the segment of people who don't have cars, that would be it. Yeah. However you want to categorize that. Yeah. Uh Miles uh, <laughs> change the subject briefly. Um Miles oh, Bridges first player in Hornets history to have a 13 30 point 15 rebound five assist game. Tell you that they're keeping that dude. <laughs> they gonna keep that dude, especially since they then they lose uh, the ball kid. Isn't he out? The bald kid. Oh, ball. Ball. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, Lamelo. He played against. Uh, oh, okay, I thought he was injured the other night. Okay, oh, I thought he was injured for some reason. I, I could no. I, he was. He just came back. I think. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, I think he, I think he started the season injured. Yeah, they they not trading that guy. He, I mean. At this point, the fans are embracing him for his whatever his transgressions were. They are, you know. I'm assuming shit. They and are they booing? Are they booing him there and shit? I mean, well, I don't know, but like, I, I just I'm assuming that he's being accepted, but I'm also assuming that Charlotte's trying to trade him and can't find anyone to take him. But the only thing is, he's playing so good that I'm like, how much longer is that going to be the case? Somebody's going to be like, ah, fuck it, dog. Like, we really need the help and that nigga balling. But I guess my <laughs> thing is, at the same token, though, if he's balling, are they still trying to use him as trade bait to get rid of him? Or are they going to see that he's an asset and going to keep him? That's the question. I don't know. Because I'm wondering that about the Pistons. Like, I, I thought that... Like, now I'm starting to wonder that, like, that, like for the past... I'd say about two weeks, maybe the Pistons have either they like they've only won, I think, once once in that two week span and they won twice in January. But like in the last two weeks, they've almost won all like all the other games like they like they haven't been getting blown out no more. And like a lot of the players are playing a lot better than they were before. And I'm wondering that same thing. I'm like, do they look at, do the Hornets look at Bridges and do the Pistons look at, say, Ivy, uh, who's playing a lot better late lately? Do they look at, do they look at it and go, maybe we should keep these guys? Or do they look at it and go, ah, they're playing better. So now we can get more for them when we trade them before the deadline. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. So um, I'm, I don't know. I'm curious about that. But the only thing is, I feel like even with Bridges, it's still going to be kind of like they got to sell low because you can't ask for a lot for a guy who is likely going to be a PR nightmare and who fans probably don't want on their team. So like you can't ask, you just can't ask for a lot. It, like you can't. So you like, they, they either got, I feel like they either got to keep him or they got to let him go for cheap. And the way he's playing, they might choose to keep him. What are you? But I don't know how well Charlotte's playing either though. Like, if yeah. they're still losing, fuck it. Like, if they're losing games, fuck it. What's your thoughts on uh, player fines for, like, talking up, talk, uh, speaking about the, uh, like, bad refereeing? I think you think it makes a difference? ass things in sports. And do you think it makes a difference? Makes a difference in what respect? Like, like, like do you is think it going to constantly like, keep players deterrent? I, well, I guess I can answer. I don't think it's an adequate deterrent. I don't think a player that's making... 15 million a year 
is he really going to give a fuck about speaking his mind for forty thousand dollars? No, I don't think it's a deterrent. And well, I mean, I, I think it's very clearly not a deterrent. <laughs> uh, but yeah, his players right, are still right. doing it. And then I also think that it's a whole ass behavior in a just in a general sense, like. So referees can do whatever they want and not be held accountable and nobody can say anything about it. Like what kind of whole ass shit is that? like, I don't understand why they can't be fine. Why they get fined for complaining about it. Like that is so such a fucking primitive way to do shit. Like they can't even complain about it. Like, uh, right. Man, I think a- the, I, I feel like the initial premise is that the fines will keep players from, from complaining because of loss of money. But if a player makes a lot of money, it doesn't make a fucking difference. And I think it's stupid that you're like Anthony well, Edwards. Well, most importantly, why can't they complain? Yeah. Like, why can't what? they complain? The fuck? Like, yeah. Anthony Edwards just got fined 40000 for complaining. And I'm like, that's not going to stop him from complaining if you really want to complain. That motherfucker's making $13 million this year. I don't think he gives a fuck about 40000 I think it's stupid that you're 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 fining him 40000 for that shit. But is he going to fucking care? No. And here, my the only thing that I care about, I care about why they don't really get their money's worth. If you know you're gonna get fined, like like if it was me, and I know I'm gonna get fined, and I don't particularly care about whatever that fine is, I'm gonna get my money's worth. I'm gonna say this referee did a shitty job. I'm gonna say I'm gonna point point out several instances where they made the wrong decision i'm gonna point out that i think it's some whole ass shit that i'm gonna get fined for criticizing this nigga like it's not fair like like how am i getting penalized financially for criticizing a nigga that deserves criticism like i'm gonna go i'm gonna say everything yeah i think he, like, I think he got a decent <laughs> amount off i think yeah, he, he did he did he, he said I'm, uh you know he called the referees bad and terrible he said that he felt like it was like eight on five mm-hmm. <laughs> but like so, i'm gonna call out the whole assness of even finding me for saying it. So then you look like a hoe when you find me after I and that and, like, you, know, you know these whole ass niggas gonna find me for criticizing a nigga that deserves criticism and then they <laughs> then they gotta find me and they're like oh well <laughs> now I look like a whole ass nigga because he called me a whole ass you know what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna make it so that I'm, I'm every penny of that is worth it. And to your point, I can't recall the time in basketball history and I'm sure it has to be some that players have complained about the actual fines publicly and it's been talked about. I don't I, mean, I don't I don't know of a time that I've I, I don't know if that. I've heard it and I don't understand why. Because if you're willing to complain about the refs and get a fine, why not just tie in the fact that it's shitty to get a fine for talking about the refs? Like again, but like there's a lot of things, man. I'll be watching stuff sometimes. I'm just like, why wouldn't you do that? Like it just makes it like, why wouldn't you do that? And that's a, that's one of those things where I'm just like, if you know you're going to get fined and you don't care, why not get the most out of it? Some players do do that. Like, at least, it, it, it's, no, not anymore, but back in the day they did. Like, back in, like, the 90s and shit, players wouldn't give they, – they, like, I think there's players who've said that. Like, I feel like Rasheed Wallace has said that. Like, if I'm going to get fined, I'm going <laughs> to make my money's worth. Uh, if I'm going to get a flagrant foul, it's going to be flagrant, nigga. Like, it's, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, like they need to bring that shit back, dog, because, man, I think I think – Finding players for for criticizing refs is the most whole ass shit. Uh, like, why is the why is them niggas above being criticized? Especially when their job is one that, like I said, like they they're determining the outcome of games. And if a player is complaining about 
whatever this referee did, they didn't do something inconsequential. They did something. They made a decision that was important. That was probably the wrong decision. Like, like why can't he say like, ah, oh, this person fucked up and we lost the game because of that. If that's what actually fucking happened, even if it's not what happened, he should be able to say it. Like, I don't know, man. I, I, man, I hate that shit. Dog. And I hate almost as much the fact that the players don't complain just as much about being fined for it as they complain about the referees. Like the two things, they should be the same complaint. Complain about the ref and complain about the fact that you about to get fined for it. <laughs> like put put it into a position where the NBA look like hoe ass niggas every time they find you for speaking your mind about something stupid. Not speaking your mind about, you know, I I, I think it's okay that the insurrectionists attack attack the Capitol. <laughs> like, what are you doing? They can play basketball. But like right. I understand that fine. But like finding this nigga for talking about the referees, dog, like, man, come on, dog. Could like, you could you imagine uh, kind of subject with that? Could you imagine like Congress people being fined for saying shit about other shit? Like, man, that shit the the, the uh, January sixth was fucked up. AOC has got fined five thousand dollars for complaining right, for, about <laughs> for criticizing the insurrection. Like the fuck? <laughs> like that shit's criticizable, nigga. <laughs> you should be able to criticize that. Yeah, man. Like I said, I I, I don't I'm not just a you know, free speech willy nilly kind of guy, but like I also don't agree with like that kind of shit either, dog. That's that's just some inconsequential shit. Especially if you're not gonna do nothing about it any fucking way. Let the niggas complain in, dog. Like you, if you're not gonna penalize the referees and you're not gonna change the outcome of the game, you're not gonna like uh, award a nigga of, of free throws at the start of the next game. Whatever, dog. Like if you're not gonna, if you're gonna do nothing, let them complain about it. Why are you finding them for complaining? You ain't gonna do shit anyway. Like man, ah man, I really hate that shit. Yeah, I, I I've never understood because I don't think it even makes a it's the fine doesn't you know we we understand what the issue is and shit the fine doesn't change that and been not being able to complain about that that yeah it's some whole shit it's it's some full on whole shit and I'll be getting so many fines dog like man fines fines for man that's that's where we be at that's where we be at for me that'd be a big problem with me <laughs> like I'd be the most fine getting ass nigga for right in my mouth like. <laughs> That's why I like the uh, what was the uh, uh, Dallas owner, um, Cuban. Every time he oh, got okay. fined yeah, yeah. for shit, he would fucking donate the same amount to a charity because he didn't give a fuck. Like he would say what the fuck he wanted. And would, we need more what? people like that. Not well. Yeah. No, let me dial that back. We don't need more people who say whatever the fuck they want. But we need more people who uh, will. Uh, Point you out, know, I mean, and I know out, you've been you've been a the, component the, the of the wackness of that finer. I mean, you've been a component of, of free speech. I mean, I don't see why no reason why you can't say. I mean, we should we should have more people to be able to say what they want. I mean, we just hope that the plat. I mean, you just the platform has to be the the issue or whatever. But say what the fuck you want. Yeah, it, it, it's. It, I just don't. I don't want to say. I just don't want to say that. Like people should be able to say whatever <laughs> the fuck they want. Like I I kind of feel that way, but within reason. Uh, I the 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 thing that holds me back is that there's people who. Uh, will be like people should say whatever the fuck they want to people who are saying like yeah those niggas deserve to die anyway you know what I'm saying <laughs> like yeah, I don't think they should get to say what they want <laughs> but like like by and large at the end of the day like inconsequential speech I feel like should be should be fine and it's like it, it, it's it's not meant to incite any kind of activity. It's just like, man, that fucking sucked that we that this referee costs us this game. Like maybe this nigga should be better at his job. <laughs> like, I don't know. Why is that one of the only avenues in which you can't do that? 
Like I could do that. Like I could I could criticize motherfuckers like, like without getting fined. Like I I don't know. I feel like you should be able to do that. No, that's fair. Yeah. You should be. I just I feel like you should. You you should be able to complain. I don't I, do you ever see boxers complain about like referees in boxing? Is that is that a thing? Mm, I don't I mean I feel like it's got to be. It happens in MMA all the time. Did they complain about the refing? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, well, no, not the well, the refing or the sometimes, yeah. but the judging a lot, and they don't, and it, it's the same there. They don't do shit. They don't change anything. Judges be costing niggas whole ass fights, getting shit wrong as fuck. Everybody just like, how the fuck did the, the judges get that wrong? And nothing happens. Now, on the plus side, fighters don't get fined for saying that. Which is uh, the one positive about Dana White? Uh, the fighters could be like, "Yo, the judges fucked me." <laughs> and Dana White's not gonna find you. <laughs> like so, on the plus side, that's great. But nothing's gonna happen to those judges, and that's not Dana White's responsibility. That's the the commissions in that state, I believe, that would be the ones that would be held accountable for that. I I don't know. Maybe Dana White could be like, "I don't want those judges refereeing my events anymore." I don't know, but nothing happens there either so like I, I don't know that's that's a weird job where you could be shitty at it and keep it <laughs> like not a lot of jobs like that but referee is apparently one of them yo i mean and they have a lot to deal with but at the same time man you got to be pretty you need to get your you know either ref better or whatever the fuck you got to do i mean because you you should no ref should be held you know beyond reproach of being able to be criticized and shit you, you know you're the uh, the shit that you're you're costing your you know teams and players and all that shit yeah they absolutely should not be above reproach of being you know criticized and shit fuck that yeah and, and i like that the nba has kind of instituted that um you know the the we can review it within reason kind of situation you know the the, the replays and shit like that i think goes a long way to to fixing that sort of situation by, and I I like the fact that it's limited. You can't just do it all the fucking time. Uh, but I still think that's not cool to find people for for talking about it uh, like that. Like fix that. And even if you don't do anything to the referees, if they fuck up a game and you just don't do anything about it, at least let the players bitch about it, man, without finding them. Duh. And I feel like that would go a long way, especially if the players aren't going to get fined and maybe they can get more specific. And now say you have Steph Curry talking about specific referee keeps fucking up my games. And then Giannis. Oh yeah. That referee keeps fucking up too. LeBron. Oh man. That, yeah. That referee is always fucking up. And, and now you get a situation where, yeah, maybe you get a lot of players being loud, but maybe now the, the NBA or whoever's in charge of the decision can be like, okay, well maybe we do fire this ref or something like that or whatever. But like, man, I, I I hate seeing that shit, man. Like these players getting screwed over like that and fighters and all of that getting screwed over and having nothing done about it. And these people are just allowed to keep doing their jobs. And like there's fight, there's a, there's a judge in, in MMA that constantly fucks up. And this nigga constantly is coming back. Like they, there was one, there's one guy that they took action against fairly recently. And he, he, he fucked up so bad. And it was like, he fucked up like 
real bad in an entirely different promotion at one day of the week and then came over to the UFC on Saturday of the same week and fucked up another huge fight. And I like that that guy, they were finally like, Yeah, we I think we're not gonna have him anymore. But that that's it. Like they they never do anything. And that's gotta change, I think. So slight change of subject. So I just read this tweet that says, and you recall Tony Snell, you recall who that is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basketball player, yeah. Tony Snell needs to sign it, sign with an NBA team by Friday to reach the 10th year of service to be eligible for the Players Association premium medical plan. This plan will cover his entire family, which includes his three-year-old and two-year-old son who are both on the autism spectrum disorder. Damn. So I'm like, damn, that's fucked up. Like, you know, hopefully he could sign with somebody to get it, you know. And then start looking like this thing that made $52 million between 2013 and 2020 in the last 10 years. Damn. Is he going to be hurting if he's not on insurance from the NBA? I certainly and, oh, hope and, not. And, or am I just <laughs> being slightly insensitive right now? I, well, I don't know. I don't know enough. Hurting I don't or know not because I don't know if he's if he squandered fifty two fucking million dollars, but he shouldn't have squandered. <laughs> He like, shouldn't and, need that. Like, I don't think it's insensitive of you to raise the question because we out here as regular niggas, like, I'm not struggling, but like, you know, living, you know, modest yeah. fucking lives. How are we supposed to be, feel bad about a nigga with 50, that had made $52 million over the course of 10 years not being able to get medical insurance? Like, I, like I'm sorry, I can't feel bad for that nigga because he had $52 million, which if I had $52 million, I would never need anything again. My kids would never need anything again. My kids' kids would never need anything again. Like, how do you waste that much fucking money that is an ungodly and, and, amount and, of money and, to, to not and, have. and it's an assumption that it's wasted he could have been doing well and it's yeah, just a it's, thing it's, with the NBA. and 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 i think I've, I've i've i'm trying to push in all arguments of life is that multiple things can be true at the same time mm -hmm. tony shell tony shell should be financially stable enough to carry health insurance for his kids mm -hmm. also the nba shouldn't be pussy and not have a system in place that this guy had to be in a league for 10 years to even get their shit. It should here, just here. happen. You know here, what I'm saying? Here. Yep. So exactly. it's like both things true. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm, when I saw the tweet, I'm like, that's interesting. And I'm like, wait, this motherfucker. And also I want to add, I was curious. So that motherfucker played for the Pistons in, two, in, in 19 and 20. Do you remember that season? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember him here, dog. Yeah, when you yeah when you said Tony Snell, I was like in my head, I was like, yeah, he played here for a little bit. Uh, he played for the Celtics. Um, that's I don't know, that's as far back as I remember. But yeah, we I remember him him being here. So Celtics is not the green team. You might be referring to as the Bucks, but I don't see the okay. Celtics on All right, his then, yeah, team. It's the Bucks, it might then. be the Bucks. Yeah, Bulls, uh, Milwaukee, Pistons, Hawks, uh. What is this other? Team? I think I remember him being on the Bulls too. Yeah, I don't remember him playing. I remember him being on the Bucks. I don't remember him for that Piston season. Um, and he made one of the most like he made ten million that fucking season. Jesus Christ, we pay him. We pay Tony Snell ten million dollars. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs>
Why did we pay Tony Stone ten million dollars? The Pistons paid all kinds of unworthy niggas ungodly amounts of money during the 2010s, nigga. Like, man. Them niggas pay everybody all kinds of money they ain't deserve in that. Oh decade. my God. Why do we pay that man so much fucking money? Just for okay. that nigga to need medical insurance now. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. He made 10 million uh in 19 to 20, and that motherfucker still needs. Yeah, wow. But yeah, we are we are fucking. Let me not judge. Let me not let me not assume. Maybe he don't need medical insurance. Maybe that nigga's like, I can't afford to pay for it. But the NBA should be paying for it, so fuck. The, which is true. Which on. should be true, right? <laughs> like that's the shit and, I would be and, on. And I not, can afford it. It's not like <laughs> but that's not my responsibility, right? It's not like he posted a blog and said, "Hey, I need medical insurance." It's just a it's a, a news story me. out, right? He didn't post a GoFundMe or some shit, so it could just be a story out. But yeah, that is yeah. crazy. Because that's a hundred percent the shit I would be on. Like y'all can call me broke all you want, nigga. That, no, that's not. My responsibility, whole ass NBA to be paying that medical insurance, nigga. Adam Silver ain't working worried about these boats. <laughs> Adam Silver ain't worried about fucking uh health insurance or anybody else in the in and probably in in white collar NBA shit. So mm-hmm. why the fuck he had been in here nine years? He's just waiting for the tenth year, and y'all like that should have nah. That's stupid. That's dumb as fuck. Man, I really could have swore Tony Snell played for the Celtics. But yeah, you probably yeah, it probably was just me thinking the green and shit, and it was probably the Bucks. But yeah, I mean, it was obviously the Bucks. But yeah, I could have sworn I they could play for the Celtics. Yeah, that's yeah, man. I I remember I remember every pretty much every obscure player that played here because <laughs> I mean like, that's I said, the I one I don't team. remember. I mean, yeah. I, I I remember you know players like you know uh, Pistons players John Long, uh, William Befford, Olden Polonies, all well, of them going back to the eighties and nineties and shit. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, I remember some of the like, you know, cause I don't think a lot of people remember William Befford. I remember him because he had double zero number. That was, mm-hmm. and I remember John Long because, uh, someone in my family knew him or whatever, knew him personally or something. I remember him, but I remember a few random like Pistons that I don't think was on a, you know, the notable uh, list of, of, of Pistons players and shit. But for whatever reason, I do not remember Tony Snell. Because I just remember uh, him. That wasn't meme. the be- wasn't the most notable year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Around and, that and, time. And obviously, I don't think he's the most notable player. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah. And I just remember the meme of him playing in that game and getting, like, no stats. Oh, Yeah. Maybe that's why I thought he played for the Celtics because I've seen that meme and it looked like he had a Celtics. But yeah, that was that was on, but he, maybe he had a Bucks. But that was with yeah, he was with the Bucks at the end. So yeah, yeah, that's probably why. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I remember that nigga. Hopefully that hopefully he's on the same shit that I'm on. Like yeah, I got the money, but NBA gonna get it together. But at the same time, if is he looking to sign a contract or is it just a thing where it's like a news story where it's like he needs to do this if he wants this medical insurance. Like is he or is he actively like is he wanting to get a contract so he can get the insurance or yeah, like I what is his what is his it. stance you know so yeah, I mean I can't, I mean I can't see him get I I mean I could I don't know maybe somebody will give him a pity deal or something but I can't see anybody feeling like they could use him yeah so he got traded okay so yeah he got traded from Detroit um, from Milwaukee to Detroit um. Oh, that's do you remember the guy? Was it John Lure? Yeah, I remember him. So I think we traded for him or traded him away. And then, yeah. Wait, he didn't even stay in it. He didn't even stay in Detroit that long. 
Yeah, I don't think he even played that many games. Yeah. I think he can- Yeah. Yeah, you know, he played a season. He got here in June 19. He left November 2020. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Wait, June. Damn. Okay. So they got him in the offseason probably. Yeah. Wow. Anyways. Um, you got anything else? Uh no, I'm good. All right, well. We gotta work so. on actually coming up with topics, not at the now we gotta have, yeah, now we got lions, we gotta we gotta fill a whole fucking like 45 minutes of shit, you know. So, right, yeah. like lions gone, the pistons trash. Like, man, we gotta yeah. come up with some new topics. Yeah, I can start add, we gotta start adding to our notes page again and shit. So <laughs> back to Craigslist. Yeah. Right, back to Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> Misconnections shit. Yep. <laughs> All right, well, until next week. Yep. Peace. Peace.